Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. I've set this on a bunch of quick looks now. That's mostly because we film these regularly in bulk instead of like a couple every day. So again, the studio is kind of half disassembled as we uh, basically sort of realign some of the set pieces that we have here for bigger live streams that we're set to do over the next couple of weeks. So I'm sitting at the side of the regular Quick Look table in the Quick Look studio. So apologies for that. That does not mean that the product in front of me is any less important because this is the Mac Studio. It, besides me actually here, we've just talked about this by the time we're recording this, the Mac Studio display, which is a much more controversial product. This haven't proven to be as controversial because it sits in a very clear line in Apple's product lineup. Because if you think about it, throughout the Mac, uh, oh, uh, not the Mac OS, we've had that for a long time, but the Mac Silicon transition from Intel-based setups to Mac's own uh, custom-made SoCs, well, we've seen a pretty clear tendency in the desktop space. So we got the M1 Mac Mini, which is Apple's cheapest computer and which serves a very clear purpose. It's the cheapest way to get a desktop Mac OS system in your home or in your workplace. I've used one for months and months and months. I've, I've taken it home now while I'm testing this, but that's my own. I just bought it used actually. And I feel like I've gotten all my money's worth. It's an M1 chip and it works very well. At the same time, we've gotten the new iMac which is like the most family-friendly sort of living room centerpiece M1 chip. And it was then time for Apple to try and cater more to a professional audience. And while the M1 chip itself, uh, like uh, uh, very much also when powered by a fan, the M1 chip in the Mac mini wasn't really, at least to some degree, catering to more serious workflows. So this is an answer to that. So no, it's not a Mac Pro, like the big tower cheese grater Mac Pro, which is set to have, like, to make up for in, in you know, it, the bulk basically adds to the airflow and to the amount of space inside the chassis that every single component can then, you know, develop more heat. But no, this is kind of a, a prosumer version of the Mac Mini, an attempt to cater to uh, production studios and influencers and videographers who maybe work in tinier spaces and basically say we're going to give you much more horsepower which can take on some of the workflows and some of the tasks than the regular mac mini could not so the mac studio fit for your studio and i think the first thing that we kind of have to you know awe at here is the form factor because sure it looks like three mac minis stacked on top of each other but Look at this computer compared to like a tower PC with an i9-12900K in it. I mean, you could fit perhaps seven of these in that bulk that it takes up in physical space. And that also means that you can fit more of them in tiny office spaces, or if you're basically running a YouTube channel or doing some kind of creative work, in a smaller space, which a lot of us are living in smaller spaces, particularly those of us in cities or urban areas that have been tiny apartments or even just rents rooms, this is a very, very nice form factor to have, particularly when you factor in what you can fit inside of this thing. So what can you fit inside of this thing? Well, 
for one. It gets the new Ultra chip. It's not that new now. We've, they've actually introduced the M2 by this time, but the M2 only comes in the new MacBook Pro and the new MacBook Air. So if you've yet to seen what like beefier versions of that architecture will bring. No, this is the M1 Ultra. And the M1 Ultra is essentially a 20 core CPU where 16 of those cores are high power and 68 GPU cores. It's very much in the GPU core count that the Mac Studio kind of makes a name and stakes its claim. There's also a 32 core neural engine set to help you with AI controlled boosting in tasks which are uh, well, let's say natively supported in by Mac Silicon and in Mac OS. So that means not necessarily in the Rosetta translation layer, which is for software, which isn't natively supported by Mac Silicon and the Mac OS system in general. That gives you a collective bandwidth of 800 gigabits per second. That is quite something. And in this configuration, you get 128 gigs of RAM and you can configure it with up to eight terabytes of memory. That's insane. That's a lot of horsepower. Even if you uh, you give up some of the sort of these, like the, the shallowness of the Mac mini by giving it a little bit more height, you actually like get a like production capable computer in a form factor, which is, which can sit on the smallest of desks, even just below the Mac Studio display. It can just sit there and work all day and it doesn't need to be down on the floor where it would suck in dust or at least more readily suck in dust and debris as it, you know, runs through its life cycle. I love it. Now, obviously I should stress before we get on with the ports and that stuff, that channels like Linus Tech Tips, which of course are very thorough and I completely respect that. The first thing they do with the Mac Studio is just to throw like random FPS tests at it in CSGO and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And they have their process, I respect that. But it's very clear to me that the Mac Studio only makes sense if your workflow already accommodates Mac OS in some respect. So if you are using um, a production pipeline, and I mean, that, and what I mean by that is software which is particularly catered to Mac OS and those kinds of tools, well, then the studio will make a lot of sense for you and you can probably feel that extra horsepower. If you're buying this to game on it, well, then you're dumb and you should buy something else. Um, so Mac does, like Apple does not make a gaming computer. It's not built for that. But the point I'm trying to make is that you do get an excess version of a Mac mini. So in that particular regard, we now have front IO, even though Apple swore, some designers swore some years back that that would never happen because it was ugly. Now you get an SD card slot, which is absolutely awesome. I love that. And it usually utilizes the X, uh, SDXZ XSXDC, I think it's called that particular, it's, it's UHS two, that particular um, format will run faster speeds on select SD cards. So that's great. You also get a Thunderbolt 4 port, two of them actually on this ultra model, which is absolutely great. And around back, you get a slew of different IO, four Thunderbolt 4 ports. That's great. 10 gig ethernet and this braided cord, which is absolutely lovely. Two USB type A ports, HDMI 2.0, not 2.1. Not clear why you would like, because HDMI 2.1, its particular sort of stuff is, I think it's 4K 120 FPS. 
So that would mean that you would be plugging in a 120 hertz monitor uh, or 8K, which you wouldn't. So, but it is annoying that this expensive machine doesn't offer up you know, the, the best possible port selection that you could get and, and a headphone jack for high impedance headphones. And this entire thing by the ear is to exhaust uh, warm air, which it sucks up from below. And it works really well throughout my time with it, uh, both uh, synthetic stress testing, but also just regular work in Adobe Premiere with a lot of, uh, of different materials in the timeline, scrubbing through that, um, basically doing heavy Photoshopping that stuff. Like, it did not break a sweat, and I did not expect it to. Um, so, the thing is, with all that said and done, small form factor, like, no hint of thermal throttling, great port selection, and compared to, say, a Mac Pro, a lot cheaper. I think you can get this for around $5,000. That seems a lot like a lot. But for a production machine, I mean, it's probably great to see Apple make a Apple Silicon computer which works extremely well, has tons of RAM, tons of storage, then it probably makes sense. Would it make sense to spend those mon to spend that money on a MacBook uh, Pro 16-inch? Maybe, but I'm really happy they made this, and I think it's going to make a lot of sense down the line, the Mac Studio. So thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.